Today we're going to talk about converting your leads into sales, actually converting them. Hey, before we get into this, if you like my content, please don't forget to hit the subscribe button. After lead generation and lead nurturing, it's time for the conversion phase, the most important, right? Are you wanting a kickstart on your business and you want to learn how to be the go-to professional in your industry? Well, guess what? I've got a challenge for you. It's five days of coaching. It's brand new. Just go to kristamayshore.com slash client conversion. That's kristamayshore.com slash client conversion. And you'll get a training with me for five straight days. That's going to help kickstart you as the go-to professional in your industry. So sign up and I'll see you there. We need to convert that lead and turn that lead into an actual client, someone who's working with us or someone who's wanting to buy our product or service. How do we convert them? What is your lead conversion process? How are you converting your leads now that you've actually been nurtured and they're ready to choose someone to work with? First, let me tell you that if you've nurtured this lead appropriately and you gave them information, you gave them value and you actually helped them, converting them is going to be much easier than had you not done that. It's going to be almost automatic because if you start from the beginning and you do it correctly, working your way down the sales cycle using the nine C's and making sure that you're properly serving your clients every single step of the way, it gets easier and easier to actually convert them into customers and clients. With prior stages, you've connected with them and they trust you. You've also shown them that you understand their general pain points, their goals and issues, and that you can help them with those pain points, those goals and those issues. For example, maybe you've established that you understand the stress of being in debt and how you know that you can help people out in debt. During the conversion phase, you find out that your potential client has $24,000 in credit card debt, owes the IRS $1,500, and has a student loan of $32,000. Your job during the conversion stage is actually to be clear on how specifically you can actually help them with those debts. Keep in mind, conversion is never about dazzling them with how terrific you are. You aren't focused on yourself, you're focused on them. You're not applying pressure or trying to actually scare them into working with you. That approach might get you a client or two in the short run, but the work with them will be miserable for both of you. So what's your conversion process? Whether it's in person or phone or even via text, are you asking the right questions? Are you helping them understand specifically how you can help them? Are you helping them see that you're the best resource to fix a problem in a way that serves them? Are you helping people become aware of the problems they didn't even know they actually even had? That's gold. Are you making sure that they realize that you are the solution to the problems that they weren't even aware that they had? Having a plan for conversion makes it so much simpler. In my real estate business, the listing appointment is my point of conversion. Though by this point, 99% of clients are already on board, still I bring a slew of facts and information to show them exactly what I'll be doing for them regarding marketing, negotiating, getting their home ready, and so on. I don't just show up and talk off the cuff about asking them to sign on the dotted line. I'm very clear about the exact service I intend to deliver. I found out what it is that's most important to them in the sale, whether it's to sell by a certain date or getting a certain amount off the sale. And I'm also very realistic with them about their expectations, whether 
time frames and the price they want for their home is actually realistic. For my coaching clients, we give, give, give. They've received a free ebook, they've watched a ton of my videos and gone through a very detailed process prior to making the decision to actually work with me or join my coaching programs. Typically, we have a preliminary appointment, meaning we're going over what their strengths are and their weaknesses are and we determine what program would be the best fit. Then we have a customer success coach meet with them to assess their needs, to make further recommendations as how we can help them and determine if we're even a good fit at all. The client knows that we care and we have their best interest at heart from the beginning. We aren't just concerned about the sale, we care about the client. Sometimes we decline a potential client because we feel that the program isn't right for them or right for them at this point in time based upon what's going on in their lives. If you really, really pay attention during the conversion phase, you'll often be able to catch some red flags and avoid a lot of hassles down the road. And if you've done a really good job with all of the prior stages, conversion is easy. Again, I'm Krista Mayshore. Let me know what you think by commenting. As always, I'd love to hear from you. And please subscribe to my channel and smash the thumbs up button if you want to like this content and if you want to see more of it. And as always, I am here to serve Krista Mayshore with Krista Mayshore Coaching. Defining your brand. Quick, when I see McDonald's, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? It's the golden arch, right? French fries, cheeseburgers. What about when I say Starbucks? The color green, an iced mocha frappuccino, the drive-through window you go through every single day, right? Do you know why you think of these things when I mention McDonald's or Starbucks? It's because of their branding. Hi, Krista Mayshore here from Krista Mayshore Coaching. Today, I'm gonna be talking with you about defining your brand. In business, your brand is your commercial. It's your website, your business card, your identity all in one. Branding is so, so important and that's why I wanna help you actually define your brand. Hey, before we get into this, if you like my content, please do me a favor and don't forget to hit the subscribe button. It's not just some spiffy logo that's supposed to attract hot prospects. It's not just the colors you choose for your website. Your brand can't be some made up version of what you think will sell or who you think will actually want to buy it. When you think about your brand, forget about fancy business cards or the colors for your website. I want you to first think about how you want people to react to you, to relate to you. Are you the dance instructor who coaches highly talented and motivated students to become pros? Or are you a dance instructor who emphasizes building life skills in children along with teaching dance skills? Which one are you? Are you the tough negotiator who will get your client as much as possible out of a divorce settlement? Or are you like an attorney whose mission is to actually create settlements that are fair, cooperative, and actually amicable as possible? Two totally different things, right? Are you the loan officer who deals with high-end jumbo loans? Or are you like loan officers who love to work with folks who need extra help getting their loans? Your brand has everything to do with actually who you are, your morals, your values, your personality, your vision, your mission statement, and the benefits that you actually want people to receive from you. That all is your brand. What clients are you trying to attract? How will you position yourself in your industry? While determining your brand, that brand should show up in everything you do. When I say McDonald's, do you get a visual, a feel, a sense of what to expect from that restaurant? Of course you do, it's McDonald's. You probably think casual, family and kids, inexpensive and convenient, right? Notice that you don't think high-end, fancy, gourmet, expensive or date night. <laughs> and you know all of this even if you've never been to McDonald's in your entire life. How about Apple? When you think of Apple products, odds are that you think cool, cutting edge and very innovative. 
Compare that with IBM's brand. Totally different, right? Your brand should be as strong and as clear as McDonald's and Apple. It's not about the colors you use or the font on your business cards. Those things are great, but they're secondary and just support your brand. Those things are secondary and just support your brand. Your brand is about who you are, the unique values that you provide, and the types of clients that you actually want to attract. If you're compassionate, your videos should show compassion. If you're whip smart, your blog should be whip smart. If you're a goofball, your videos should be humorous and funny. What images would reflect you and your business? Your brand might change depending on your changing goals or changing circumstances. For example, during the recession years ago, I realized that I had to figure out how to make a living in a new real estate market. I had seen it coming and had started going to training conferences to become an expert at foreclosures and short sales. So back then, I branded myself that way about becoming the authority figure in foreclosures. That was my niche. When the economy got better, the market went from a foreclosure market to a more traditional market. Let me tell you a story. One day I actually lost a listing, so I called the seller who hadn't chosen me and asked them why didn't they choose me. This, by the way, is a very good practice. You should always, always call to find out if someone doesn't actually hire you and ask for constructive criticism on why you can actually get better. And this is especially important to do if you lose a client. So the seller told me, well, Krista, we liked you, but the other agent we interviewed said that you were actually the foreclosure queen. Oh my gosh, that's the truth, I was. That's why they didn't hire me. I had to totally rebrand myself and establish myself as the authority in the market that now I wanted to start to start marketing to. I worked hard at it, and within 12 months, I was no longer the foreclosure queen, but I was the high-end agent who marketed the heck out of my listings using cutting-edge technologies. I soon became the digital marketing queen. To be effective, your brand has to sincerely reflect what you're about. It needs to set you apart from the crowd and it actually and it needs to make you unforgettable. Your brand should be in the, your brand should be the very DNA of everything about your business, from your business cards to the way you treat your clients to the way you market a listing. It's everything. It's even in the everyday clothes that you wear. That means if you're heading to Starbucks Monday through Friday from nine to five, you need to make sure that you're in the type of business attire that actually reflects your brand. Here's the thing. When you start applying these techniques in these messages, the technology, the community building, and the innovation, you are going to start seeing massive exposure. You don't want an outdated brand and an image blasting out to the community. You need to make sure that everything from your messaging your niche, your avatar, your photo, your website, it all reflects the businesses that you want to create. As you start adapting and implementing the methodologies in these trainings, you're going to get busier. So now is the time to get your brand right and to start out on the right foot. To find out your unique brand, ask yourself a series of questions. What is the vision that I actually have for my business? Who am I? Why am I unique? What are my real strengths? How does my market perceive me now and how would I like them to perceive me in the future? What would I like people in my community to actually say when they tell somebody about me? Who is the exact client that I want to attract? How do you want people to feel about you and your brand? When they see your sign, when they see your videos, how do you want them to actually feel? For example, when people see my materials, I want them to feel I trust her, I like her, she's real and she's approachable. Feelings are a huge part of marketing. People are all over social media nowadays. They want to see anything and everything about you. They look at your social media pages, they see what you're doing, they see who you are and what you're interested in. 
everything that shows up on your Instagram, your Twitter, Snapchat, LinkedIn, Facebook pages, etc., is being watched. They're interviewing you on social media even when you don't have a clue that they're actually interviewing you. Part of your brand is this personal side. People want to actually get to know you and they start to form a relationship with you. I love to cook, I love to boat, I love to be on the Delta, and I love entertaining. I show all of that on my Instagram and my Facebook pages and my feeds. I don't post anything on those sites that I wouldn't want the whole world to know or see about me. I wouldn't post anything that would actually be detrimental to my brand or my business. Part of your brand is your personality. I've learned that I don't need to reach the entire world. I only try to reach the people that I will actually connect with and resonate with. The people who realize the value of the kind of person that I am. Don't be afraid to be who you are. As for me, I've got a ton of energy. I talk fast and I think fast. That's just who I am. I can be like a chameleon and slow down when I need to, but for the most part, that's my personality and my clients actually love the fast paced side of me. They know that I'm going to work quickly in my business and that I'm going to get results for them as well without dragging my feet. I'm a professional, so I show up in professional business attire, but I'm also going to hug my clients, give them a fist bump or a high five depending on who I'm dealing with. I am a leader, not a follower. Who are you and who do you want to become? Again, Krista Mayshore, let me know what you think by commenting as always. I'd love for you to share this if you're watching it on Facebook and be sure to subscribe to my channel if you're seeing this on YouTube. And as always, everyone, I am here to serve. Let me know what you need. Why you need to market yourself using video, part one. One of the best ways to grow your business is actually to get people to know you. Once they start to know you, then they will actually start to like you and then they'll learn to trust you. Once they start trusting you, then they want to start doing business with you. In today's world, the best way to get people to know you, to like you, and to trust you is through video marketing. Hey there, Krista Major here with Krista Major Coaching. Before we get into it, if you like this type of content, please do me a favor and be sure to subscribe and click the notification button so you'll be notified every time I upload a video. In the good old days, ambitious professionals would take their expertise out into the community by actually getting speaking agents for local groups. They'd speak at their local rotary club, business to business forums, or chamber of commerce. When email became popular, a lot of businesses and professionals started using email blasts to blast out communications, specials, or sales to their network and maybe even their past clients. While it's still fine to do those things, if you want, and if you do it well, thinking, serving, not just selling, using the power of the internet strategically is going to get you there much, much farther. And one of the most strategic ways to use the internet properly is with video. Statistically, on social media like Instagram and Facebook, videos get 12 times more shares than text or photo. So when you put your valuable information on video and post it, you get at least 12 times more people viewing it. That's organic marketing and it's free for you, right? And did you know that when a website has video on it, people actually spend 80% more of their time on that website? It seems pretty obvious that we should all be using video. Video is hands down the most effective way to do engagement marketing. Even if you're a little bit shy, that's okay. I encourage you to try it. People need to know you in order for you to make an impact. That means they have to see you and hear you. Your job is to be an intention grabber so you can stand out from all the noise. If you're not using video in your business, I encourage you to start using it. And as much as you might be afraid of the camera, as much as you might not feel comfortable at it, I am telling you that all the discomfort is totally worth it. The practice alone, making informational videos, was a key factor in nearly doubling my gross commissions from 2015 to 2016. 
It also took a key in starting my coaching business. As time goes by and my businesses continue to grow, I attribute a lot of that growth and the success to the videos and properly distributing them. According to research, 87% of online marketers use video in their digital marketing strategies. Marketers who use video move 50% faster in revenue than those who did not. Viewers retain 95% of the message that they actually watch in a video as compared to only 10% when they read it in text. When people go online, they spend one third of their total online time watching videos. Also, 64% of customers say they're more likely to buy a product online after watching a video about it. Guess what? Your product, your service, if they're 64% more likely to buy you by using video, doesn't it make sense that we should start using it? Video is the number one best thing that anyone actually can do to jumpstart their business. The number one thing in any business, no matter what it is, is using video. Why? Because especially if you are a product, which as a business or a professional offering a service, you are your product and service. Your job is to get people to get to know you, to like you, and to trust you, and to see you as the authority figure. Your job is to break down the barriers and any lack of trust or belief people have. Videos are the fastest and most effective way to actually do this. The public doesn't know you from Adam, and it's time to let them get to know you. You want them to see who you are and what you are all about. The more videos you distribute, the more will be remembered and perceived as the expert, as the authority in your profession. Many people feel that attorneys, loan officers, insurance brokers, nail shops, ice cream shops, and most other businesses and professionals are all the same. Well, guess what? You start being seen as the person of authority. Today, I cannot go anywhere, and I mean anywhere, without someone telling me how much they love seeing my videos. And they just start talking to me about the market as if they know me. It might sound crazy, but my videos have definitely been the most impactful of just anything else I've ever done. And I've distributed them correctly. If you need help with your video marketing, I have the perfect guide for you. My guide will teach you to get started with video right away and how to stand out in your community regardless of your experience or the state of your market. To get the guide, just visit kristamaysure.com slash video kit. And don't forget, any questions or thoughts, please feel free to leave a comment below. I love getting your feedback as it makes me want to do more. And as always, everybody, make it a great day and I will see you next time. Thanks so much for watching.